Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, Dylan Godino, editor-in-chief, LaughSpin.com. What's up, buddy? Not too much. Not too much. I'm just, I'm just hanging out. Just hanging out, looking at your face. I'm looking at your face. Your yeah, it's, it's yeah, nice. Your face. <laughs> jerk. Wow, so, we, you're already calling me a jerk. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. Are you really? Yeah. When was the last time you ate, buddy? Uh... Like a real me, like a like a real meal. I just you were just you were just picking your teeth, so you were eating something. I had a couple of pretzels. I want a meal. Ugh. I want a plate of food or something. I don't know. Whatever. I'll figure it out. I'll get something later. Um, what's up? What are we doing? What are we talking about? We're we, talking about we're comedy, ta- dude. We are. We're, we're talking about funny things. God, such a we downer. Are. I am. Ugh. Sorry. Oh no, I'm I'm fine though. But let's let's talk about comedy. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about the the comedy album Grammy nods. Yeah, this I I yeah I had mentioned to you I, that I wanted to talk about this uh, right at the top of uh, of this podcast because every every year this happens and I don't know why I let it upset me but it it still upsets me. So for the fifth year in a row, uh, the Recording Academy has nominated Kathy Griffin uh, for the best comedy album. Now. <clears throat> five years in a row five years in a row so if if she even put out five proper albums uh it would still be annoying but the fact of the matter is the last three albums she put out and i say albums in in quotation marks were nothing but the exact audio ripped from her bravo stand-up specials it is only available on itunes and it is only available as one giant hour-long track. And it's completely edited and censored the same way you would have watched it on Bravo. So every year, there's anywhere between 100 to 200 stand-up comedy albums proper released. And every year, the Recording Academy f- feels it's necessary to do it ever they can to make sure Kathy Griffin gets nominated for a Grammy. Just completely ignoring uh, I mean she's not the only one that gets nominated a lot but five years in a row is ridiculous when really she's only put out two proper albums in the last five years. So that I mean and and, you know I wrote about this on Laughspin uh and to be clear, you know, my beef really isn't with Kathy Griffin. I don't, I mean, I don't think she's an amazing stand-up comic, but she's, she's certainly a hoot. Uh, I have nothing against her, her personally. But <laughs> you you my, described her as a hoot. She's a hoot. I mean, I don't know how else to describe her. I mean, she, she had this deal, she had this deal with Bravo uh, last year, I believe it was, where she put out a stand-up comedy special uh, every quarter. So... You can't tell me that you're doing quality material if you're cranking out four hour-long specials in a year when most comedians take at at the minimum a year to come up with one uh, 
proper hour. And in most cases, that I mean, we're talking Louis C.K. Mm. Uh, George, George Carlin took two years to come up with, with his hour. And Kathy Griffin just kind of poops out an hour, you know, every every four months. The point the point is, Mike, is uh, there's a lot of albums that get overlooked each year, and for some reason, uh, the 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 Academy thinks that Kathy Griffin needs needs to be nominated each year. It's to the point where I I, I, I honestly believe if she doesn't put out an album or whatever they consider an album next year, they they're just gonna like uh, collect her her voicemail messages to her friends and family and 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 nominate those recordings so i I mean i I see in the article here you talk in in the editorial here you talk a little bit about some of the other people that are nominated and you talk about uh a little bit of you know some of the people that 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 maybe could have been nominated um Mm -hmm. but in your eyes who's somebody that absolutely should have taken her place oh god i mean there's, uh, I mean, somebody like John Mulaney, who uh, we're going to listen to later on in the show, who we who we we chose as the number one album of the of the year. Uh, so John Mulaney, I think, certainly could have been in there. Um, you know, Hannibal Burris, he sh- he could definitely have been in there. Todd Barry, I mean, all these all these people uh, who you know, in the comedy world have, have done such a, an outstanding job. Well, now, uh, the other thing though, too, is if you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the nominees, yeah, um, it looks like to me, the people that vote on this stuff rarely leave the, the low end of the television dial <laughs> uh, right. in that there is all of these people have, you know, mainstream network, uh, uh, chops and and credentials um, and the people that you're mentioning as an obvious choice to replace Cap- Kathy Griffin Griffin? Or, yeah, it's Griffin I always know Griffin. if it's Griffith or Griffin I don't give a shit, honestly um, <laughs> <laughs> You may not have a beef I do, I can't, I don't like her I've never liked her, really I've never liked her stand-up, mm. I don't get it I don't understand it. I, she looks terrible. I don't understand that whole obsession. She lo- um, she looks terrible. <laughs> that whole freaking obsession with her getting a thousand facelifts. I, oh, you know, oh, I see. I, right, right, right. Yeah, again, I, I you know, self-deprecating is is one thing, but you you've been taking it too far. The fact that you just make yourself look horrible so you can joke about how horrible you look. Come on, relax. <laughs> um, but uh, it just seems that these people that don't that vote for. Uh, both for these people don't really venture out too far out of their comfort zone. Um, the the two that you mentioned again, you know, not really very well known for for a lot of people, but are in their own rights fantastic comedians. But is there maybe somebody that again completely kind of fell off the radar that uh, well could have hit them? I'll tell you what, if if they're gonna take um, audio from Kathy Griffin's special and call it an album, then they certainly could have done that with Louis C.K.'s um, audio version of Live at the Beacon Theater, which I, I believe would have been eligible because it was released uh, very late 2011. Oh, that's true. Um, so, I mean, you know, he might not have, uh, you know, from what I understand, 
you phys- you have to submit you know uh to be to be eligible mm-hmm. so i have no idea if louis ck submitted my guess is he is he didn't yeah he probably um, doesn't care at this point he's probably working more on his sh- tv show to care about that so i mean i don't know so i, I would imagine he he would be somebody um you know yeah i yeah I'm, i i totally get your gripe and you're absolutely correct as far as it just seems lazy. It just seems very, very lazy, and it and it also seems uh, it, it just further bridges the gap between these award shows, uh, these you know uh, traditional award shows, and the finger on the pulse of what the hell is actually going on out there. The pop culture and the and the you know understanding of any kind of artistic relevance and. Uh, I think it's a perfect segue into the first topic at hand, which would be uh, the Golden Globe nominees and our yeah. and our lead story in the comedy news department. Comedy news. Yeah, just as you were talking about Kathy Griffin, just kind of like getting the nod just because. Uh, here we go at the Golden Globe nominees that just got announced today, uh, as we record this, right Thursday or yesterday. Yeah, no, yeah, early this morning, on Thursday morning. Early this morning, and, um, you know, everybody that gets thrown on this as far as best comedy goes, um, I, dude, I don't know, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I I honestly don't, I don't understand, some, there's a couple on here that don't even, they're not even comedies, I don't even know why they're there. Well, one, one definitely isn't, like, let's, why don't we read the list of, uh, uh the 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 comedy where the the fuck is it so um best tv series comedy so here here are the nominees big bang theory episodes girls modern family and smash yeah smash is the one that i'm like what what that's it's not even it's not even a comedy so again it's just this it's this laziness i mean eric stone street gets the best supporting actor nod and he's gotten it for you know a few years now in a row and yeah it's great and all but i think even he will tell you at this point hey guys how about um giving it to you know somebody else have given somebody else a chance because uh there's no you know it just seems lazy. It just seems like, oh, he's good. He's good every time. Just go ahead and throw him in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. There's so many There's so many ensemble comedy casts. I mean, Community, I mean, obviously, you know, Community is, is a poorly rated show, but it's critically acclaimed. I have no idea why Community cannot grab, you know, a nomination for the Golden Globes. You, you, I mean, you're trying to tell me that Joel McHale doesn't, you know, doesn't deserve it, but Eric Stone Street does, or or Allison Brie, or Gillian Jacobs, or or Danny Pudi, or Donald Glover. Any no, well, none of this? How about none this, dude? Them. How about not even without even going that far and saying, of course, you know, just what you I completely agree with you as far as community goes. But how about how about this? How about just saying, hey, how about not in uh, nominating Eric Stone Street? Let's nominate Ty Burrell. Because Jesus yeah. Christ, he's the fucking best one on that goddamn show, and everybody knows this. This is a this is a you know, th- this is a foregone conclusion. He hasn't even gotten a nod. Come on, man. Come on. Is it is that true? Are you, are you sure? Not in that category. Yeah, I mean that that would be crazy if 
if he never got nominated. I, I feel like, or maybe I'm getting, you know what? I think I'm getting the Emmys mixed up. Right. I, I think it was the Emmys that they were all going against yeah. one another. Uh, because Jesse, I think Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Ty Burrell, and Eric Stone Street were all nominated for, for mm-hmm. Emmys. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, you know, the, and you know what, you know what's, you know what's upsetting? And I, t- I say that very dramatically when it's really not that upsetting, but <laughs> who, who really gives a shit? But um, it's upsetting is that the Golden Globes seem to be the only award show that kind of has a little bit more of a, uh, you know, a, a, a kind of salt of the earth feel to it, a little bit more of a, a yeah. voice of the people. And it again, yep. this makes it just look very lazy. <laughs> you know, little little movements like this just make you go, "What? What? How? You know, how is that possible?" So, yeah, and you're right. I'm looking at it right now. He was never nominated for a Golden Globe. He was nominated three times for an Emmy. He won in 2011. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but but he um. Yeah, that's just... He was nominated for a People's Choice Award this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, al- and also a Blockbuster and a Award. <laughs> Do you remember the Blockbuster yeah. Awards? <laughs> was that the one where they gave the surfboards out as uh, the trophies? I, I, have no, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I think the surfboards are that still was, in existence. I, the, think those I think that's the Nickelodeon think that's, Kids' Choice Awards. Actually, oh that that okay. I was gonna say MTV. You get but I think you either right. get the right. it's either you get a surfboard or you get a piece of the aggro crag. I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the what? I don't even know. What did you, you just don't remember say? Guts? I don't even you remember the show Guts. It was a game no. show that was on Nickelodeon, and they and one of the one of the trophies one of the trophies uh, or one of the prizes that you won was a piece of the aggro crag, which was this big like paper mache mountain that you had to climb at the, at the final in the final bout it was like american gladiators for kids wow yeah wow all right so <laughs> so all right so moving so thank on. thank <laughs> th- thank you for educating me but uh so independent of of us complaining about the the globes there are some very well deserving nominees so let me run down some of the the, the comedy the Go comedy ahead. highlights um so the only so there's a best motion picture musical or comedy category the only proper comedy in there is wes anderson's flick moonrise kingdom which bill murray uh and a whole bunch of other people uh were in um best actor in a motion picture musical or comedy jack black got a nod for bernie i don't know if you saw that but it was actually uh i really enjoyed it and uh jack black obviously is not going to win anything uh, no, i haven't but, seen it um, like the premise he was nominated yeah it was cool um, and then th- this is kind of, uh, going back to what we said about smash bill Murray, uh, for his portrayal of FDR in Hyde park on the Hudson was nominated for best actor, motion picture, musical, or comedy. I'm pretty sure that movie is not a comedy nor a musical. Dis- discuss. So, <laughs> uh, so, so again, I mean, I love, I mean, who doesn't love bill Murray, but I think even he would say, why, why yeah. am I in this category? I'm not singing, and this movie is not funny I, at all. Wow. Yeah. 
So uh, again, I don't know. Just seems kind of lazy, uh, and it. it also makes these awards even more transparent. And as, as far as looking at it, yeah. saying, Oh, maybe okay. I, maybe a couple people are owed favors. That's right. That's right. It, yeah, it means. I mean, what does this mean if these people are getting nominated? Best actress in a motion picture musical or comedy. I'm. I don't think there's any comedy movies <laughs> nominated in here. Salmon fishing in the Yemen. I don't think that's comedy. The be- the best exotic marigold hotel. I don't think so. I I don't. None of these. Meryl Streep, Maggie Smith, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think any of those are comedies. Um. Best animated feature film. The only real you know hardcore comedy is Wreck It Ralph. Mm. Uh, which is the one with John C. Riley and uh, Sarah Silverman and a whole bunch of other great people. Um, best. Oh, wait, so we already did the best TV series. Um, best actor in, in in a comedy in a comedy series. Alec Baldwin, Don Cheadle for House of Lies, which I don't know if that's a straight it's, up comedy. It's fu- it is it, funny. It's very funny. It's a it, it's a yeah. good show. I really like that show a lot. In fact, I'm I don't know if second season started yet, but I want to watch it. Uh, Louis C.K. got a nod for Louis, Matt LeBlanc for Episodes, and Jim Parsons, of course, for Big Bang Theory. Uh, the female counterparts, uh, Zoe Deschanel, G- uh, Julia Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Lena Dunham, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler. And Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, by the way, are hosting the Golden well, that'll Globes. Be fun to so watch. That should, that'll be very fun. So there you have it if you uh want to check it out the uh the entire list is on laughspin.com the actual show is taking place january 13th and uh cool it should be good. very cool there you go golden globes another one uh all right we have animation domination high def song called rainy days there's a little audio we got for you this is uh i listened to this earlier yeah. and uh i <laughs> i enjoy this should we just play it it's funny right yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from I should I should preface it. It's from like you said Animation Domination High Def, which is Fox's new online property that is also going to transition into a late night animation block um next year. So they've been cranking out a lot of great animated videos on their YouTube channel and this is one of the videos, but it's a musical thing and I think it's funny uh just with the audio. So yeah, let's check it out. Some people try to act Like I don't have black friends Some people try to clown No
I was playing that uh, before listening to it, and I believe that my wife's uh, direct quote was, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> So this is cool. This is kind of like Fox's uh, answer to Adult Swim, I guess. They're going to be kind of be uh, going directly competing against uh, Adult Swim, the Adult Swim audience. And it sounds like it's going to be just as wacky. <laughs> in fact, one of the guys that was integral in launching Adult Swim is working oh, wow. on this. Okay, so there you go. There you go. So you, you were more right How than you knew, that? buddy. How about that? Oh, and look at this This next piece of news. You're probably I very excited I absolutely am, sir. Archer, the uh, show that's on FX, and it's a fantastic show. John Benjamin's uh, cartoon series about uh, Sterling Archer and the, the his spy friends returning to FX shortly. But guess what? In the meantime, we got a little bit of news here. Going to be a live tour, a live Archer tour. What do you got to tell about uh, about the Archer tour? Well, if you live in Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, or Philadelphia, then then you can benefit from this. But yeah, they're 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 hitting all those all those cities January third, fourth, the eleventh, and twelfth, starting in L.A. The dates are on Laughspin.com. So the entire cast is uh, expected to be there: John Benjamin, Aisha Tyler, Jessica Walter, Chris Parnell, Amber Nash. They're all going to be there. They're going to do um, they're going to do some readings of some classic Archer nice. sketches. Uh, they're they're going to do uh, an audience Q and A, and they're going to do like a, a panel, like a moderated panel. So yeah, it's, very very it's cool and a cool. nice little ramp up there to the new season, which premieres January seventeenth, ten p.m. on FX. If you haven't seen Archer, if you don't know what Archer is, uh, the first three seasons, either first two or three seasons, are available on DVD. You should really check it out. Um, also on Netflix and everything too. Um, it's really, yep. really good to, uh, to, to, to watch, and I enjoy them thoroughly. They are a very high priority on my TiVo list, so psyched about that. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, he's doing his first comedy special in 17 years, December 31st for New Year's Eve. Dice is back. That's my Dice. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's pretty good. What, uh, what do you got bad. on Dice? It's coming out on Showtime, right? Andrew Dice Clay, Indestructible, hitting Showtime, December 31st at 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's obviously, you know, a lot of people, I think, look at him and say, oh, he was a flash in the pan, he crashed and burned. But listen, nobody can keep up that level of popularity, of that uh, that level of, of, of fame. And power in the comedy world. So yeah, I mean, in the in mid '80s to the late '80s, uh, he was he was huge. But he never really stopped doing stand-up comedy, and he's been playing clubs and theaters for years. And I think this is great. I think uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you know where Dice is right now. And uh, I think this this Showtime special is 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 going to be very good. very cool. And this is something that I know Dice has been talking about for a while. Um, and I guess they showcase it now on the new. The new special um, at the as a as a little bit of a bonus, and you wrote a, you wrote about it here. This is pretty cool. Uh, Dice's uh, ex fiance comedian Ellen Kerrigan brings him on stage, and his sons Dylan and Max perform a song with their band L.A. Rocks called Outlaw, um, and that's to open the night. That's that's pretty cool, uh, considering that uh, he 
he's very very he if you ever listen to dice actually talk like not being his character he's so unbelievably proud of his sons and what they've been able to accomplish and uh they're actually pretty decent musicians i'm not gonna lie now watch you're gonna watch it and you're gonna just realize that they suck but uh it's i was you know <laughs> uh, he's he's a proud father and he's he's uh he deserves to be because that's very cool. So good for Dice. Good for Dice. Looking for that. Look forward to that uh, on Showtime. Uh, all right, we got some more audio here. Here's a little bit of uh, Louis C.K. in a in a uh, a new released interview. Um, what is this? What is this interview? Because I was watching a little bit of it and I'm not really sure. This looks like a kind of almost almost like a inside the actor studio. Yeah, that's that's a very good comparison. So the Paley Center for Media in New York City. Um, I, I, I don't know if there's many Paley centers, but I'm pretty sure that there, there's, there's one out in LA and it's basically like a, a media organization and they, and they host, um, panels throughout the year and, and, you know, uh, for people who, you know, who are really into television and movies and they're basically a champion of, 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 of the arts. Uh, and so I, I think this, this interview has had, had to have been done mm. over a year ago. Um, but it was never it was never released. And just the other day, um, they released it. Um, and we have it's an hour long. We have the entire thing on Laughspin.com. But I wanted to play this little piece um, where Louis C.K. gives um, some advice to uh, somebody in the audience. And we'll we'll cut out the we'll cut out the um, the actual yeah. question. Yeah. Um, when we when we play it, but this is uh, this is Lewis basically giving advice to uh, a young woman who is uh, she's basically asking what's what's the right attitude what's 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 the right philosophy to have when you are just starting out in television production and even though it's specific, his answer is specific to television production I think it's great advice and I think it's something that rings true for basically you know any you job go. you're doing the yeah. best attitude in production is really. Uh, uh, really wanting to help a lot, uh, really wanting to help whoever's show it is, uh, be really great. I mean, just I mean, I think that's anybody who's doing any job, really, should want that job to be done really well. I mean, this is a simple answer, but it's really true. Uh, there's one person really usually that has an idea of how to do something, and everybody else should really want, I mean, it's such a rare and great gift to get a job in show business. It's very, very, it's not, you're not going to get one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, statistically, you're, you're, you're not. So, you know, it's like when, when unemployment is like a 2%, they say it's full employment. Like, it's, that's how low your odds are that statistically you're not going to get a, a job that you really want in show business. So if you do, Holy shit! What if I was and and the way I would approach it is, I want to do everything I can to make myself valuable to these people. That's that's what, when you do it when you're in production and you just see somebody kicking ass and wanting what they do to go well. Um, you just never forget them. I mean, I have people I've kept around uh, for years and years, and I just beg. There's people that don't want to do this shit anymore, and I beg them. <laughs> to stay on for me. That my DP, uh, Paul Kessner, is a genius, but he wants to be on a boat all the time. He has a fucking boat, and he takes it to the Bahamas and shit. And so every time when we got season two, he's, it, he's the only one who didn't want to hear it. I'm like, we got picked up, and he's like, ah. Uh. And I'm like, please get off the fucking boat. Because he's so eager to make what I 
see in my head real. That's, and so that's the way all the way up to the very closest person. And then actually when you're the person who's running the thing, which is definitely not going to happen to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to impress upon you how, if you get there, how rare that chance is going to be and how important it is to seize it. If you get to be the person who gets to run the thing, then you have to kind of turn the same attitude on them, that you have to enable all those people to do their jobs. And, and I'm, I'm just the directorial department. I'm also the writing department and the editorial department. Um, and the uh, lead actor. But, uh, but I just run those parts of the show. Everybody else has to, I have to know what they do. I know what everybody does, because I was an intern. I mean, I, 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 I carried camera cases. I did everything. And I hung lights in studios. So I know everything that goes on. There you go. Louie giving some sound advice. And that's, uh, yeah, you're right, dude. That's, that is very good for, for any job. It's not just television production. It's, it's pretty much... And, and I've kind of learned that over the years. I guess it's, you know, it comes to you later on is that don't be an asshole. Just don't, don't be a dick in your fucking line of work. You know, do your job, do it well, and, and do it to the best of your ability, and and just don't be a dick. Just, it's very simple. So yeah. good, good, yep. for, good for him. And I love how he's just, he's just playing it straight. You know, you're, you're not going to be this. You're not getting a job. And that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. All right, uh, Arrested Development, adding episodes to their fourth season. Oh, boy. Everybody is waiting for this. And, and just before, even before it comes out, they're already adding more episodes, which is just great because that's just, that's just gasoline on the fire, man. That is, that is awesome. What, what uh, how did this come about? Well, I mean, you know, they, they were scheduled for 10 episodes and a few months ago, in August, I think it was, David Cross was talking to Rolling Stone, and he even said it back then that he, he doesn't think it's just going to be 10. He's, you know, it might be 13 uh, episodes, but that was just David Cross talking. And so Netflix has now confirmed that it's not going to be 10. Um, Deadline.com is reporting that it's going to be 12 to 15 and like I said, Netflix confirmed that it's going to be more than 10, but they won't commit to, to saying how many episodes it's going to be. Um, but rest assured, it's, it's going to be more than 10, and uh, it's still set to release uh, on Netflix next spring. And it's, they're releasing it, I mean, most people probably know this, but they're releasing it all at once. So someday in the spring of next year, Netflix is, <laughs> is just going to have like 13 new episodes of arrested development and i can i i foresee a lot of comedy nerds just calling <laughs> calling into work sick so they can sit at home and stare yeah. at their macbooks for i foresee a lot of xbox hours. 360s just crashing <laughs> just not being able to connect to the internet that day uh yeah dude just just awesome uh i can't wait and it's you know it's only a few months away so Get ready, get ready, folks, and uh, catch up if you haven't seen the previous seasons because it's it's such a great show, such a great show that left us too soon. All right, Joe Rogan is following the path and rele self-releasing his new special. This is awesome. We need more people to do this. Uh, Joe Rogan Live from the Tabernacle will be available December 18th, uh, which is coming up on JoeRogan.net for $5. You'll be able to stream it or download the special which was recorded in the Tabernacle in Atlanta on April 20th. 
Um, this is great. Follows, you know, long line of, uh, well, not long line. Follows, follows the, uh, the footsteps of Louis C.K., Aziz Ansari, uh, Jim Gaffigan, Rob Delaney, and, you know, this, that's just a few. And we have more that are doing it. Uh, Joe Rogan is a comedian that is a very, very funny comic. Um, and if you listen to his podcast, it is the fucking trippiest goddamn thing. Like, he'll do a podcast for f- six hours because it'll just be him and a couple of buddies in a in the back room of the one co- uh, the one uh, 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 comedy club. Uh, what is it? The Ice House? Is that what it's called? Oh, the, the yeah. Ice House. Yeah. In they're just in a back room of the Ice House and they're just smoking weed. And fucking just turn on the microphones and the shit just goes on forever and they have guests in there and they, you know, they do all this shit and it's crazy. It's wild. And so it's, but it's, some of it is so compelling. Um, and, and then you go to his comedy and it's parts of that, but at the same time, it's like, it's very, it's a very interesting way to look at things. He's got a very interesting point of view. I really like Joe Rogan a lot actually. And, uh, and his new special is uh, being self-released, so awesome! I, I this is this is really, really 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 great news, and that's coming out what December eighteenth. Cool, man. That's All right, it. Uh, we're gonna wrap things up with a little with some more audio. Your official laugh spin comedy album of the year. Go ahead. It's John Mulaney, new in town. His it's his second album. And, uh, you know, if you haven't checked out the, uh, the top 10 list that we have up on the site, please go do that now. Laughspin.com. Uh, I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it. Um, but I will give away number one, which is John Mulaney, just very well deserving. And, uh, I just wanted to play a track from that. Oh, and by the way, the lit, when you go, when you go to the list, there's the 10 albums there, a write up about each album and a sample track from each album so not only is it a, is a cool list but it's it also gives you 10 tracks of comedy that uh are are very funny so here's john mulaney i don't mean to complain about censorship at all though because as you probably have seen by now you can basically say whatever you want on television it's ridiculous you can say anything you want and if you don't believe me you should watch a little program called law and order special victims unit <laughs> yeah a show that i love Because on that show, you can say the grossest things you've ever heard in your life. No, you can't say, like, the F word. You can't say that on Special Victims Unit. But people walk around on SVU going, like, looks like the victim had anal contusions. (laughs) Yo, looks like we found semen and fecal matter in the victim's ear canal. (laughs) Those are two real things that I heard on Law & Order SVU at 3 in the afternoon. Both spoken by Ice-T. Ice-T is a detective with the Special Victims Unit. He handles New York's most sensitive cases. I love Ice-T on SVU. He is fantastic. He's awesome. What's so great about him is that he's been with the SVU for like mm, 11 years now, but he still treats every case like it's his first in terms of total confusion. (laughs) Sometimes they'll be in the middle of an investigation and Ice-T will be like, yo, you telling me this dude gets off on little girls with pigtails? It's like, yeah, Ice. He's a pedophile. 
You work in the sex crimes division. You're going to have to get used to that. You know how they try and tie in, like, current events to every episode of SVU? So there's, there was this episode I saw a while ago that was about sex addiction, because a lot of celebrities had come out as sex addicts. So the episode's about sex addiction. There is a scene in the episode where the other detectives are trying to teach Ice-T what sex addiction is, and it takes a couple of minutes. <laughs> and finally, Ice-T gets it, and they cut to him in this close-up, and he goes, Oh, I get it. You mean like when someone drinks too much? or snorts cocaine, or bets the house on the ponies. And I was like, yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> and I was psyched that Ice-T understood so that they could continue with the investigation. But I could have watched another four hours of Ice-T just naming examples. <laughs> just that close up. And Ice-T like, or like when someone smokes too many cigarettes, or like when someone shops too much with credit cards. Or like when someone plays too many scratchy lotteries. <laughs> or like when someone eats too much chocolate cake. <laughs> or like when someone eats too much chocolate cake and then barfs it up. And he would just keep talking and it would slowly fade out and say executive producer Dick Wolf. That'd be my ideal episode. That'd be a good one. I saw this SVU a little while ago. I saw this episode of SVU, and uh, Dean Cain was a rapist on the show. <laughs> and there was a scene where they do a lineup with Dean Cain and four other guys, and they bring in a, a, this woman who's going to look at the lineup, and it's her behind the glass, and they open the curtain, and she's standing with the two other detectives, and I knew she wasn't going to say this, but part of me was hoping she would just be like, Is that Dean Cain? Fucking <laughs> Dean Cain. Pretty cool. There you go. There is your comedy album of the year, as uh, told by Laughspin.com. John Mulaney. Wow, he that, he's good. Yes. I, I especially like his uh, his urban accent. <laughs> to be politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Very very cool. And uh, you can check out the rest of the top ten list. Laughspin.com. Dylan, let's get out of here. Give the plugs. I want to go get something to eat, please. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. You, you have, you have to. You, yes, you, <laughs> you, yes. Don't die. I won't. Mike, don't die. You can, uh, you guys. First, I, you know, I keep meaning to do this at the beginning of each episode uh, because I know people are actually listening. Who knows? Who knows if you're even listening to this? If you are listening to this, uh, send me an email at Dylan at laughspin.com and say you listen to the end and we'll we'll say your name and we and we will give you a, a unique shout out a personal a personalized shout out on the next show um, and also go to iTunes and and yes. leave a review every I, I know people are listening and no one's no one's leaving a review so leave a review um, so find us there uh, find us at uh, on Twitter at laughspin.com on Tumblr on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Stuff. It is. And also, allthingscomedy.com, the place to be if you are a comedian or like to laugh and like funny things. <laughs> allthingscomedy.com, it's, it's, a, it's a fun site and, and a lot of great shows on there. Also, to uh, soundcloud.com, gotta, gotta give them a shout. Uh, go to our SoundCloud account, Laughspin, 
on SoundCloud, and you'll you'll get to hear not only the shows, but you'll get to comment on them as well uh, as you're listening, which is a really cool little feature. We get to interact with you as well as uh, you can listen to some of the other clips that you know stuff that we're talking about, some some of the things that we highlight on the show, but also some other cool things that Dylan puts up there uh, as well. So there you go, SoundCloud.com. Laugh spin. All right, and uh, oh, and me, I'm on another podcast called Masters of None. Um, check us out, mastersofnone.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week right here on the Last Spin Podcast. See ya. Cool, man. Cool.